Hey there, this is Dennis Anyone with Dennis Hensley, a podcast about making things up and making things happen. I talk to different creative people about how they do their thing and why and what it means to them and how they keep it together. And this week, my guest is a visual artist named Jan Flanagan. I met her when I was visiting my friend Scott and Peter in Cambria, and she has a very interesting story about how she started her uh, art company. They do greeting cards and calendars. It's called Flytown Comics. And uh, we'll get into that. But first, a little housekeeping. Um, if you want to help the podcast, if you like what you hear and want to keep it going and help keep it free, uh, there's lots of things you can do. You can um, go to DennisAnyone.net and you can subscribe to my newsletter. You can see um, pictures that go with different podcasts. I'm going to be posting some pictures from my adventure with Jan up there. And uh, you can also donate a little to the virtual tip jar. It helps me pay for web hosting and things like that, equipment, whatever, my little microphones that I buy off of Amazon. Um, (laughs) And uh, you can also write a review on iTunes, that helps, or just share a link if you like something. Anything you do to get the word out is great, uh, because I love doing this and I want to keep growing it. All right, that's it. Without any further ado, please enjoy the delightful Jan Flanagan. Hey there, I am here in Cambria in Central California. It's beautiful. I'm at my friend Scott and Peter's house. I'm looking out at the ocean, as is my guest today, who is Jan Flanagan. Now, I met Jan last night at this very house. She is a friend of Scott and Peter's, and she is a wonderful visual artist. And when they told me your story and what you do, I was like, I want to have you on the podcast. So welcome to the, to the uh, Dennis Anyone podcast. Thank you very much. Now, you're one of the first visual artists I've ever had on the podcast. And you work in a very interesting medium uh, for your art. And while uh, I'll let my listeners guess for a second what that interesting medium is, and then we'll tell them about it. Okay. Okay. So think about it. She works in an interesting medium. She uses something very interesting in her art. Okay. You have your answer in your head. Okay. Lock it in. Boom. Okay. Jan, tell us what is the, the medium that you use that sets your art apart. I use actual dead flies. Dead flies, people! Dead flies! It's so cool. Her website is called Flytown Comics. Dot com And you've done all of these amazing illustrations, and at the center of each of them is one or more dead flies. That is correct. And after Scott and Peter introduced me and we got to talking, Peter brought out some of her work. There's a small cartoon that is The Last Supper, except instead of apostles, what do we got? Dead flies. Dead flies. And they're so unique and idiosyncratic and charming and funny. You're, 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 you know, a lot of the captions are funny. Um, there's one you described for me that has to do with uh, going to the, the and it's a nativity scene, right? Yeah. It's, it was when it tickled me because then I went to the website and I saw it and I was like, I this may be one of my favorites. The Christians love me. The Christians love you. Love, so tell us, tell us the. Uh, can you describe? I wish we're going to put some some pictures and stuff to go with this on the website, or you can also go to to uh, Jan's website and see it. But break describe for us this nativity okay. scene because I love the caption. Okay. So uh, the nativity scene, of course, is Joseph and Mary standing over the little manger with, uh, with the hay strewn about. And at first I was going to make the baby Jesus as a gnat, but then I thought, <laughs> you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. Right. He's a maggot. So What so exactly is a maggot? A maggot is a baby fly? Is 
is uh, part of the life cycle of a fly. I know more about flies, flies? than I ever cared I know. to know about. So when so people say you're a maggot, you are a fly. A fly larva. Okay, you haven't quite become a fly yet. Maggot is a derogatory term for the fly larva. And okay. And my understanding is the fly population is trying to eliminate that word. They don't like that word. No, they don't. Yeah, they it's like the larva. tranny of that yeah. fly community. Yeah. It's like we don't like that word anymore. We want to get rid of it. But to us humans, a maggot is a maggot. We're kind of used to it. Yes. We're having a hard time yes. shifting away. So the baby Jesus so is baby a... baby Jesus is a maggot. And then the three wise men are walking into the manger scene, and they're each carrying a gift, and they're, they're dragging along a camel. And the first one is carrying um, a proper gift for a baby, which is diapers. Right. And the second one is carrying another proper gift, which is a big case of Similac. And then the third one is just carrying this little thing. And one of the wise men says to the other, Jesus Christ, Mel, what the hell is she going to do with myrrh? <laughs> I love that because even if without the flies, you're wondering what is somebody going to do with myrrh? Like it is a weird exactly. gift. It's a weird gift. I it was, hate getting myrrh. It was the, what are you going to do with it? Yeah, I don't. I just put it with all the other myrrh that <laughs> exactly. I've gotten the years. It was a weird gift then and it's a weird gift now. Now, the, the way you began this company and this, this art uh, exploration is very poignant and interesting. Can, why don't you tell the story of how Flytown Comics began? It started to cheer up a friend. My lifelong friend was losing her husband to cancer. This, this is not the funny part of the show. I know. But, it's okay, uh, though. We go, we, get, we go there on this podcast. There's been so, tears. So uh, she was losing her friend to her, her husband to cancer, and we were friends with him as well. She lived out of town, and so I just felt kind of helpless, and I would send them interesting things via email, and it just so happened I had just gotten a new macro lens for my camera, Right. and I was taking pictures of the tiniest things that I could find, and I ran out of jewelry pretty right. quick, so I had found a dead fly in the windowsill, and I took a picture of it, it was amazing when I blew that thing up on the computer how detailed it was. Right. So I thought, well, I'll send her that. And then uh, she liked it. And her did you just send the fly it. itself or did you write any well, kind of caption? At first I did draw a couple little things around the fly. I made it look like it was swimming in a pool. Right. I had seen that done on, on the internet. Right. So it wasn't just a picture of a fly. There was something that yeah, you had done a in addition to it. stick drawing with yeah. it. And so she loved it and she told me her husband Gary loved it and to keep sending them. And I thought, well, crap, you know. Well, if it's cheering him up. So I had to... Do some more drawings, and I'm a, just a horrible artist. So I, I disagree. Well, it's it's I've gotten better, but my drawings became more elaborate, and then I started using paint and colors, and and I just would sit and think and think and think and come up with ideas. And, and you would send one every day. I would send at least one every day, and then towards the very end of his life, and I did that for about a month. Towards the very end of his life, uh, I went over to stay with her while he was dying. And um, after he died, I stayed with her another couple weeks. Well, during those two weeks, and she's devastated as any widow would be who loved her husband as much as she did, um, would go on walks, and instead of talking about arrangements and services and insurance and so on and so forth, All she stuff. came up with dead fly jokes. That's what she did as sort of a relief. Right. Some of my greatest comics are during that two-week period. Right uh, based on ideas that she came up with. Do you yeah. remember any of the specific ones? Um, 
there was one that was a fly flying around and it said zub 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 and the uh the mother fly said he's got dyslexia <laughs> um, there was one where oh my gosh this is one of my best sellers too in cards there's a um there's a party a birthday party right it's dogs and no i'm sorry it's flies it's flies are having a birthday party but there's dogs in the background <laughs> pooping right in a tray right and bringing the food to this table and one fly says to the other so there's this this table full of trays full of dog poop and one fly says to the other usually she does all her own cooking but this year she decided to have it catered <laughs> it's great so anyway i love it some of the ones so so you, you you go through this process with your friend you're coming up with these ideas <laughs> while you're brainstorming are you making them there or yes, yeah yes. you're so you're you're, pay, you're 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 seeing them through into their little you know, individual works of art. She had really good flies up. Santa Rosa has the best flies. Really? Beautiful. It's so funny because I just met you last night. I was at the centrally grown place with Scott having coffee and working and I saw some flies flying around and now they're not just flies anymore. They're like... They're characters. They're characters. You could be in a piece and I just met you. So I imagine flies have become this whole other thing to you. Well, I still hate them flying around my food. Yeah. But right. I like, there's, you know, the only good fly is a dead fly. Right. Especially in one of my art pieces. Right. Where do you get your flies? Well, I have uh, different sources. People bring me flies. Wow. Instead of, instead of if, if I have a potluck at my house, they don't bring a casserole. They bring me a dead fly, a really good dead fly. A really good dead fly is one that hasn't been smashed, right? Correct. It has to have a good shape. Yeah. Uh, good wings. What do they bring them in, like a baggie? Oh, and or a pill bottle, or yeah, you know they take out their Viagra and put in the dead fly, and wow. And then I have a lab out in the back that is really good at providing flies. What kind of lab? It's a chocolate lab. Oh, a Labrador. I thought you meant like a laboratory. I'm like, oh my gosh, you have a laboratory. Well, that's, You're making that sort of yeah. That's your thing. It's a play on words. Yes. Which you're very good at if you look at your so, cards. So I'm good at catching flies. Yeah. And processing flies so that they don't they don't get mangled in the process. Right. You're very good at. You'd be very good at that game operation because you can you can do small things delicately with your hands. Uh, actually, no. I'm I'm I don't have a very steady hand, but I'm good at catching them and I'm good at sticking them in the freezer. Um, you don't ever want to eat any ice cream from my house. Wow. Put it that way. So when you get them and you position them, like there's a couple that I saw that are yoga poses, like a, a fly doing down dog and up dog, which I love because I love yoga. Do you have to manipulate them a little no. or do you just kind of plop them there and the, let and let the paint, the, the paint or the marker or whatever do the dirty work? The way they die is the way they die. Okay. And so you can't like extend his leg or something. I, yeah. I actually remove their legs oh okay and then i so you get to use you get you draw you draw the legs any way you want everything that every expression that the fly has has to come from its extremities it's it's legs it's feet it's arms it's hands yeah. i can't draw a hat on the fly it wouldn't look right because it's yeah. the, the fly so 3d right so everything has to come out of the arms and legs yeah if it's got uh, high-heeled shoes then it's a lady fly i love it have you, what, when you first started doing this, you were with your friend, what made you think, oh, this is a business. I'm going to make this a business. Uh, people really loved it. And they, they 
wanted it. Uh, yeah. They wanted cards. They wanted calendars. They wanted T-shirts. And surprisingly, they wanted the originals. And I thought, well, that's just sick. Yeah. Because I didn't ever... Because originally you would take the pictures and then get rid of them, right? I would brush the fly off, and then the fly would go and star in another picture. Oh, wow. So when I did my very first... You were, it was like the old studio system. You would just use a fly in this movie and that movie and that movie yeah, and that movie and that movie. I yeah. a casting director. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There yeah. were certain flies that were <clears throat> bent certain ways, and so some looked more lecherous than others. Right. <clears throat> so, and I would remember what flies I have. This one has a... This one's wings are sticking straight back, so I'm going to use it as a profile fly. This yeah. one's wings are sticking out, so this is I'm going to use. This it has to be front pull. on, yeah. Right. So, um, but then people wanted the original, so you couldn't yeah. reuse your flies. So then I had to find a way to affix them to the paper, and and I talked to some entomologists, and I got that all squared away. But I was surprised the very first art show I did. I thought, well, I'll just get a bunch of prints made. Yeah. Because what I do is I I. Uh, do the drawing, I put the fly on it, and then I take a photograph of it. Right. And that's what turns into the product, basically. The print, or the greeting card, or yeah. you have t-shirts, whatever. But people want the one with the real flies. Yeah. So, I've done pretty darn well with uh, original artwork. Can I ask, how much would a, would a framed picture with the original flies, what do they tend to go for? I've sold them anywhere from $75 to $450. Wow. What was your most... What was your what was your most expensive, most pricey image? The Last Supper. Yeah. Not the one that Peter has. Pe- Peter, Peter has the Last Supper Peter image. Peter has the Last Supper, but that was my first attempt. Yeah. I was happy with it, but I thought it could be better because the guy had commissioned me to do the Last Supper. He was right. he was a he was a reformed Catholic. Wow. So he wanted me to do the Last Supper, and I really wanted to make it. You wanted to nail it for him. So the very first one I did, and the thing with the Last Supper is. Because the flies are behind a table, I had to cut the flies in half. Oh, my to God. To make them look like the table's in front of them. Yeah. Well, that doesn't always go so well. Yeah, it's a little trial and error. Yeah, so there I went through quite a few flies to get... Jesus had to look more, I don't know, commanding than the rest You've of You had to find the perfect Jesus fly. <laughs> yeah. He had to be the best fly of them, right? Yes, yes. Of and that then, particular assortment. When you cut the Jesus fly in half, yeah. sometimes it doesn't look like a good Jesus fly anymore. It yeah. just destroy, It gets destroyed, so then I have to find a new Jesus fly. Do you use a magnifying glass a lot when you work? I use really thick glasses. Right. What are the other tools that you would use when you're working? I use brushes to move them around. Like like paint like little tiny little tiny paintbrushes. Tiny paintbrushes. Okay. Because if I were to use tweezers, they'd yeah. be crushed. Yeah. Because I don't have a steady hand. Right. And I think that's part of the charm is when you see my artwork, it looks pretty rough. That's part of the charm, and in the way the I liked even just the captions, the way they're written, and maybe they're centered, and maybe they're a little off center. Yeah, it's, it's really part of the charm. I love it. They I really love the whole thing. They usually up to the right. Yeah. They usually. I can't write on a straight line. Right. I love it. What I do. So, but that's the way it is. It's somebody, somebody once said to me, like, when it came to being an entrepreneur or something like this, if it's a good idea, you're going to know right away. You know what I mean? Instead of, when it's a bad idea and you're like, what if I did that? What if I did that? What if I did that? Mm-hmm. No, if it's a good idea, people are going to want it and you're just going to know. And that sounds like what you experienced. Well, um, oddly enough, the very first time ever I, I submitted a photograph to the fair, the county fair. Right. And um, my photograph of flies on playground rings... One best of show out of 
thousands of pictures. And some photographers were really, really incensed by that because there was nothing, there was nothing technically uh, advanced. It wasn't about how you picture. captured the light or no. the way you played with, you know, chiaroscuro or whatever. You know, all those fancy photography things. It was just a clever idea. It made people smile. That yeah. was basically it. Yeah. And yeah. your stuff does make people smile. And it's a little irreverent. What's your most controversial one? Is there one where people are like, oh, I can't send that to my mom or whatever? <laughs> um, there's a few of them. There's one that, that's, that we call Great Moments in Fly History, and that's a whole series. Every right. now and then I'll come up with a new Great Moments in Fly History, like the plague or right. the New York garbage strike. Well, this one right. was the Jonestown Mass suicide. <laughs> I think I saw the picture. There's like a Kool-Aid. It's subtly done. There's yeah. not just bodies strewn all over right. the place. There's, there's a few body uh, indications that there's some graying feet. But uh, but you know that feature. that had to be a heyday for flies. Yeah. That was the, a great moment in fly history. <laughs> the key feature was the Kool-Aid. Yeah. With the perfectly with the shaped yeah. Kool-Aid yeah. picture, which yeah. I love. So, I love so what pe- you can I saw the greeting cards on your website can but they're wholesale you, you know they're available for stores. What if somebody just wanted to buy greeting cards for themselves? Do they find a store that does it or yeah I've, they could contact me on yeah. the website it's just you know they could spend three bucks on a greeting card and it would cost more to ship it than the greeting card probably yeah costs, it's not but, worth it but. so yeah I haven't really sold those online I'm just kind of working my way getting your way going through this are they available in stores they're available in a couple different stores right now right now they're the best store that they're in is a place called too neat t-w-o neat n-e-a-t in mill valley and nice. i've got some cards over love there. it what is this been like for you to have this burgeoning business that's so quirky and unique and creative and funny it's it's has great. it been a real blessing it's been fun because you know as as a friend of mine put it who i've known since the fifth grade right and i haven't even seen this guy but he we're facebook friends right so i'm almost 60 now and he posted a message to me and he said yeah if if somebody told me when we were 11 that jan was going to be a dead fly artist <laughs> in 40 years i would have said yeah that's about right yeah, he would have bought it. It makes he, sense he, for yeah, you. Yeah, it makes sense. So, and But in the meantime, I had a 20-year career with the Department of Corrections, and that was just a miserable job. You worked in a prison? I worked in a prison. What did you do there? I had a couple different jobs, but I, I retired from a women's prison in um, California, in Chowchilla, as the correctional counselor for the um, mental health ward and for the death row. So you would counsel these people? Well, I don't know if you call it. It's not one of those, how does that make you feel? Right. You know, when you strangled your youngest child. Yeah. Um, it was more of a, you make sure that they do what they're supposed to be doing and that they get what they have coming. Wow. So it wasn't a psychological counseling, although I was in the, the psych ward, but it's a different kind of counseling. What was it, were the days just... Depressing and oh, hard. I, let me tell you, I started my countdown to retirement calendar seven years before I oh. retired. Oh my god! Do you know how long it takes when you do that? Yes. Every day I'd come to work and I'd and I'd mark off another day that 
was closer to retirement, and I'd think, oh, I can't wait till I only have five years left. Right. That's still five years. Yeah, that's a long time. Oh, it was terrible. But it, the money. What was, was good fit. about it? Uh, well, I didn't start at the prison with, in that capacity. I had right. a really good job at the prison when I started, but then they eliminated that position when they had a bunch of a budget crisis and there was a bunch of so it wasn't cuts. always the soul-sucking job that it, no no yeah. the last seven years it was the yeah. soul-sucking job and so then i had already all this time invested into the the system and the pension and all and this the stuff yeah. and retirement so what's the craziest be, thing you saw in prison oh gosh oh there's so many i, I don't i wouldn't even know where to begin there was some just stories inmate stories there's staff stories some of my Probably the greatest moments involved bonehead things that staff did. Most of the staff were great, but anytime you have a thousand, fifteen hundred people working at a place, yeah, there's some crazy losers. stuff. Yeah. Could a staff member have an affair with the prisoner if they wanted to, like in Orange Is the New Black? Yeah, Could it that happen? Ha- that happens. It happens. It's not, you know, it's not rampant. Right. Like Orange Is the New Black, but it happens. It could happen. Yeah. There's a supply closet. There's something. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Wow. And that was that's just the lowest of the low because it's just abusing your authority and and wow. Yeah. So but there's there's that alone was just a wealth of information to to get my creative juices flowing. Did you think it's hard to generalize with prisoners, but did you kind of go, okay, I get why they ended up here in their lives or, or did, did you have more compassion or less compassion? For criminals, I guess. I'm probably... Um, I don't know that I have more or less. Um, I think that that what I have is just an understanding that that you can have somebody that does just awful, awful things. And they're not an evil person, per se. Mm-hmm. That they, they've just done bad things, but they could be pleasant to be around. Or, or uh, they aren't entirely bad. Or if you read their file and you realize how they grew up and what little of a chance that they had, you wonder, I can't believe that they're doing as well as they're doing. Yeah. You know, so I would say more understanding. I'm just right. more open-minded about people's different, the way people's lives turn out. Yeah, and what Probably what the obstacles that they had going on yeah. early on. Yeah, and then some of them, you know, just from the get-go, they made one bad decision after another. Right. And some people are just downright jerks. Right. You know, and, and all I can say is, thank God there's prisons because right. you wouldn't want those people out there. Right. Did you ever? Were you ever in physical danger? Did you ever get hurt? Or I never got hurt. No. That's great. I'm good at talking my way out of. You, you know, the yeah. key is communicating. Yeah. Yeah. Do you watch Orange Is the New Black? I watched one show and I thought, yeah. oh, yeah, I don't want to watch this just because uh, it doesn't interest me. Yeah. It doesn't at all. So going back to you, Flytown Comics. When you start to do a new work, how long does it take you to do one? Is it is it like a quick thing? You get the idea, you go for it? It can take anywhere from 10 minutes to all day. Yeah. Depending on how elaborate it is. And I struggle with art. So there's a lot of erasing going on. I do everything I start with a pencil. Everything gets started with a pencil drawing. Yeah. For example, I wanted to do a drawing of a farmer holding up um, a bunch of chickens. Right. And the chickens were going to be the flies. Right. But 
the way I draw, drew the farmer, I, I couldn't get the farmer right. The face was crooked. It just didn't look right. So then I thought, well, I'll put glasses on it. And no matter what I did, the damn farmer looked like Dick Cheney. <laughs> so then I thought, That's wow. going to be the title of this podcast. Wow. I always pull a line out and make it the title. <laughs> so then I thought, oh, instead of uh, chickens, he'll be holding up ducks. And uh, he'll be having a fly swatter and it will be... The Dick Cheney's hunting club, he, something about Dick Cheney had to ease on back into the hunting club. Yeah. And so he had a fly swatters instead of a rifle. Love it. And that became a pretty popular item there. So it's just my drawings don't turn out right, but they turn out into something. So yes. Well, and they have wit and, and they're fun and they're surprising. What, what are some of the things that have come out of this for you? Do you hear from people across the world, across the country? Who, who who see your art and reach I, out to you? I have heard from people. I've got um, Facebook connections from all over the place. Yeah. That have posted things that don't translate well. You know, when you hit the translator, it just right. sounds... Just from around the world that have seen your art. Yeah. 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 It's so... You're a visual artist. You're a professional visual artist. And that just sounds so funny to hear, but yeah. I'm, I'm going with it now. I love that. Now, what's, I saw one that was like fly fishing, and it's just a fly who's fishing. That's probably one of my most popular pieces, just because it's not particularly funny. Right. But there's just such a, um, you know, fly fisherman or a breed. And, oh, uh, yes. Own, you buy so. that for a fly fisherman, you just, there's Christmas. Fun. You, you're, 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 you made their Christmas. That was the very first original I ever sold. Yeah. <coughs> so cool. I also love that there's one with a cruise ship because I have cruise ship. <laughs> I have a cruise ship background, as you know. Well, um, that one came about. I don't remember which cruise ship it was at the time. I think I have a date on there, and it's great moments in. Fly it's a history. carnival. It's a carnival cruise. Right. Okay. It was February, maybe February nineteen or twenty thirteen, probably. Yeah. Some something bad happened, and and the toilets were backed up. Right. It was crippled, um, and there's just shit floating down the windows. So that was great moments in flight That's history. That's totally a great moment in flight history. And the thing is, is when you do something like that, it you know, when you do something, some some event, some current event, it's only good for a short period of time. Right. But with the cruise ship, there's always a new one. Yeah. It's just like there's another one that I have called Air Show Disaster because I know there's always going to be one just around the corner. Then, for example... Well, and what is so funny to think about is that most of these things that are great moments in fly history are human disasters. But for <laughs> flies, <laughs> they're great. This is amazing. Flies have to eat, too. And, but they're like, they're the best thing. This is the most exciting thing that could ever happen is a cruise ship <laughs> toilet disaster. Death you know? and poop. Nothing. It's fly heaven. Exactly. Like flies on shit, as they say, or whatever. And then there's also one in a gay... I love that there's a card in a gay bar. Do you ever do, like, customized things? Does somebody say, hey, I want you to do this for me? Uh-huh. Like, what kinds of things? Uh, right now, I'm going to be... In, in another week, I'm going to be working on a family portrait. Of a, of a real <laughs> of family. A family. How but do you do that? Do you take a picture I'm of them? I'm going to have to... First, I haven't even met him yet, but I'll yeah. meet him this weekend. And I have to meet him. And then I have to find out what can I do that's going to be distinct for each member of the family that I can just do with the fly's arms and legs. Yeah, this guy likes tennis, or this guy, yeah. Exactly. Wow. So, I'm doing that. Um, I've done, gosh, what are they? Oh, I did 
a lady wanted me to do, she's a really well-known artist where I live, she wanted me to do a portrait of her with a fly. Well, she has this wild orange-red hair, and that's her signature. Right. So I thought, well, I, I told her I can't draw your hair on the fly. You know, it won't look right. She said, yeah. I know. I understand how you do your art. But then I thought about it, and I thought, maybe I can do something. And so I got some embroidery thread, and I pulled it apart so it was really fine, looked like hair, and I made a wig. Oh, my fly, God. And it worked. I had to do, I had to do a prototype, and then I finally did a, a real one. So That's amazing. What did she think when you showed it to oh, her? Oh, she was dying. She, she loved it. She loved it. She loved it. And it was a picture of her. She's a runner. She's about 75. But wow. She still runs. She's pushing this cart that has teddy bears in it. That's what stabilizes her. So it's like a stroller. Right. And she's got this wig on. This fake wig that you made. I love it. Yeah. How much time does it take of your life? Is it like a part-time job? Or Sometimes a... it it's yeah. takes all day, day after day. And you're going, day, and you're, shipping, like you're shipping things, you're counting things, you're doing all of it. Yeah. And what does your husband think of your business? He's really supportive, surprisingly yeah. enough. It's not a, you know, it, <laughs> I don't think we're going to be able to buy a house in Camry off right. of it. But, but uh, he's very supportive of it. It's yeah, so he loves it. fun. Sometimes when I have a, a good fly joke, but I can't think of the proper wording, Yeah, he's my go-to guy. Right. I might have a, an idea of what I want to say, but he's the one that crafts it into the sentence because you've got to kind of pick and choose. the wor- Some words are better than others. Do you ever have writer's block? Do you ever have, like, I can't think of another joke about I can't, I got nothing? If I sit down, I usually come up with you something. A lot of times something. I'll put flies on a piece of paper and they'll tell me... That's how they'll you want it's supposed idea. to be. Yeah, they'll give me an idea about the way that uh, one one that I did, I was trying to think of something and I couldn't think of anything and I put a couple flies on a piece of paper and one had this hairy ass and I <laughs> thought, oh, oh, well I have an idea and that's the... Uh, and hence the gay bar card, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a tight ass. Right, yeah. thank you yeah. very much, thank you. I Some hey. people don't... A lot of people, nobody ever comments, but thanks. <laughs> so you saw there, there were two things on the paper, and you decided what? Well, I had the one fly with the hairy ass bent over, tying her shoe, and then the fly that didn't have the hairy ass gasping and saying, uh, you might consider getting a Brazilian wax. Amazing. Do, can you tell the gender of flies by looking at them? I have recently discovered yeah. through an entomologist, my new entomologist friend, yeah. the difference between the males and the females. And but it recently? Their, yeah, it has to do with their how far apart their eyes are. Do you gender match for characters? Or so, do you like, no, this fly looks right. I'm at gonna... first I thought, I, at first I started to and I thought, oh, for crying out loud, no. No, no one I cares. Don't. I just yeah. put some high heels on them. It's a woman. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> It's the craziest thing. I love it so much. I love it. There's How another, long have you been doing it? Uh, when did it start? 2000, since 2012. 2012. 2012. Nice. Yeah. Okay. And there's another fly that had a giant proboscis. Right. And so that fly became uh, the fly at the bar who was well hung, hung like a horse fly. Right. I so love little, it. Little things like that. Yeah. But, so when you look at flies, they're different. Th- it's not a fly as a fly as a fly. No, there's different breeds of flies. Yeah, I love I that. I have my favorite breed. Which is? You know, like people have their favorite breed of dogs or yeah. favorite breed of cats. 
My favorite bead would be the blue bottle flies because they're so shiny. Yeah. They photograph very, very well. They have right. nice specular highlights. And... Do you ever meet resistance in the art world? Or like if you're showing with a bunch of other art and people come and like... Are people's reactions ever surprising to you? I, I'm Yeah. I'm hugely surprised that, that artists in the community where I live... Of course, it is Fresno. But, but we do have a pretty pretty big art community they've accepted it and embraced it and love it right so i haven't really had anybody snub me that's awesome they should but they don't because you know that's kind of like i don't know kicking a little kid i suppose you got a fly artist and then right say yeah i love that all right you picked some questions from the observation deck before we started so we're gonna we're gonna throw these out to you what's the worst job you ever had the worst job i ever had by far aside from the prison job, is right when I graduated from um, college, and I'm not bragging, but I graduated with honors, and I got a job at Thrifty Drugstore. Right, with the 15-cent ice cream. over minimum wage. Wow. With my, with my highfalutin college degree, university degree. Right. Serving, scooping ice cream, selling tobacco, liquor, and condoms. Wow. And I don't know anything about, I didn't know anything about liquor. People would ask me questions. Yeah. Like I can answer that. I don't know. Um, and the ice cream was really, really hard to serve because it was so hard. And every day. Well, they were known for their super cheap ice cream. Yeah. Like it was like 15 cents 15 a cents scoop. for three. It yeah. It was five cents a scoop. Yeah. So you had to be, something was up with that ice cream. But it was so cheap. Well, it was made from actual dead bodies. Yes. <laughs> the solient, secret's out. Solient green. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it sucked working at Thrifty. It was awful. I would look at the clock and say, oh my God, I can't wait for my break. You know, and then your break would be 10 minutes and then, oh, I can't wait for lunch. And yeah. every day was like that, just waiting for the day to be done. Yeah. It was a terrible job. Crazy. All right. What are you good at that might surprise people? I can write backwards and I don't know where it comes from. You can write backwards. I write with my right hand and I write with my left hand and with my left hand I write backwards and it just comes natural and In other words you write you would write my name Synod. You would write the no, letter. No, no, like well I would write it backwards so you'd hold it up to mirror and see it and I think it's it comes directly from Satan. Wow. Sure. I'm amazed by that. I want you're gonna demonstrate that before okay, you leave. Right. You can literally write backwards. And then you hold and it, it up to me. it just comes man. naturally, and I don't know... When did you learn you could do that? I was a little tiny kid. Wow. All right. Uh, what was the most memorable part of your wedding? I didn't really have a wedding, per se, but, but the, the part that... The memorable part of the marriage was the wedding night. Okay. And I, and I think we may have even had sex, but I'm not sure. Okay. Because what overshadowed that is we stayed at the Awani... In Yosemite, which was at that time the nicest hotel I'd ever been to in my life. Right. So we get up to the Iwani, we have a little wine, uh, we take showers, and then come about late afternoon, we decide, well, we're going to consummate this thing right. again. Yeah. And we pulled down the sheets of the bed at the Iwani. And there was this shit skid mark. Oh my God. <laughs> on the bed. It's a great moment my, in fly history. And, great moment in fly history right there. And my husband being a police detective, he said, is that what I think it is? 
And he smelled it. <laughs> so now we're not we're not pulling around, are we? No. Well, we laughed so hard, and we went downstairs, and we were both middle aged. Right. We've been married twenty five years now, and yes. Um, I said it's a good thing my, that we're middle aged because it's our wedding night, and there's a big brown skid mark <laughs> on the bed, and so they they. Anyway, they made it they good fixed, for you. They did not. Did we, they comp your room? No, they did not. That is crazy. So, that was probably the most memorable part of. Yeah. Of. Uh, the did wedding. you end up consummating after that, or I was don't it? Know. It was I too crazy. Know. If if we did, it wasn't yeah. that memorable. More memorable so, was the shit skid mark. <laughs> that is so crazy. Well, it's been so fun to talk to you. I love what you do. I think it's so original. Last question: Is there is there a lesson to what you've discovered with this? Direction, or do you know what I mean? Like you, you took something and made something out of an idea. I don't know. There's something very inspiring about your story, and I just wonder if there's a a, a, um, a way to talk about that. Well, I wish I was deep enough to to delve into that, but yeah. I'm I'm, uh, I'm shallow, but in a very deep way. I right, would say. I'm deeply shallow. I love that. Yeah, and I just don't take anything seriously. But you kept doing the next thing. You kept. Oh, you should sell these. Okay, I'll try it. Yeah. Like yeah. you kept, there's something in your personality that just kept taking it to the next level, right? Right, right. Yeah. When did you know, like, oh, this is going to be a real business? Um, probably. I always say I last met... question. It's never my last question, by the way. <laughs> probably when I met Peter. Yeah, Peter. And he's yeah. the one that got me started on the cards. Right on. Yeah. Peter just walked in, too. So, Peter, come in. Sit down here. Okay. Join Shout us. Shout out to Peter. So, Wait, tell us the story, because you weren't doing cards before you met Peter? Well, I, I wanted to You can to do, move closer and okay. talk a little bit. I wanted to do cards, but I'm not good at, you know... You Marketing and store, printing. You, say, you don't want to buy this crap, do you? I do this art, and it's really stupid. You don't want to buy this. I'm terrible at it. Way but, to sell yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I just... Uh, Peter's so easy to talk to. So we got in a conversation, and then I just showed him some of my art on my cell phone, and he said, well... Um, how much do you charge for cards? And I said, I don't know. I've never sold any. <laughs> you haven't you haven't done cards. Right. Peter, you were working at a store called Cork World in San Luis Obispo, which was novelties and games and toys and right. fun stuff. Right. So lots of all over the place stuff. And so she came in and she was very comfortable with, you know, I said, looking around. She was there for a little, quite a while. And then you came up to me and said, by the way, and she showed me stuff on her phone. And I, my favorite one was two flies and there was a little, um, maggot in the swing and the mother says I don't appreciate you calling my son little maggot and I thought that was the funniest <laughs> <laughs> so I worked with this woman named Sue and we both were sort of bent over laughing and I said these are fantastic and then that started and I think then you thought okay they're, they're kind of fun they're, they got my humor and then you went to the car and got some other things I think right? yeah, yeah I thought well he bit so right. yeah. I just so happened that so I'm going to reel him in these other things so I said, well, why don't you, sh- you know, give me a list of what you have. And so what happens is I was able to check the ones I liked, and then she gave a price. You kind of figure out how much you charge. For a card. And cards. And you then drove back with said I cards. I was ambitious. Yeah. You went and had Man, them printed up. Yeah. yeah. She has this printer that she really loves in, yeah. in um, Fresno, and yeah. it's the, what's, what's the name of the company? Uh American printing. Yeah. And they... American press. Yeah. American press. And so they, she did them really super fast and came back, and I... The owner of, of our uh, store wasn't buying it. I guess initially he didn't so. see the he didn't see the brilliance of it yet. No, and so then I of course said, "Well, I'm going to write my own check, and I think I paid you 
with my own yeah, money. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You did. That's crazy. And That's so said, cool. I'm just going to do it and see how it takes off. And then I wanted to want to buy one of her originals, which I did. So I had the one with the little swinging maggot one. To yeah. You have the original of that. Yes. Did the cards sell right away? Were they a hit? They did. You know what? It's interesting. Um, our store was known for having really over-the-top cards. And I think initially what I did is I decided to create one whole wall for, for Jan's art. And so she brought in like fly swatters and she had this uh, giant fly that oh you, that's the that's one you right. took to Fresno but you had a huge blow up done with one of the cards and then I wanted some of the originals that's why I kind of bought them so that people could understand perspectively what they were buying and I said this is what they were originally and then they were made into cards and then I had printed out the story that you told about your friend and what you went through and so people could read that so I think then they were really sort of getting it, and right. people were buying them for the people who had that kind of sick humor at the end of the day, you know, that could laugh and have fun with that. And there were, of course, you're going to get the ones that walk in and, like, they look at you like, what is this? You know, and I said, oh, they're dead flies. And I'm like, that's disgusting. Right. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever experience with, like, I'm going to try moths or whatever? Or are you like, oh, you yeah, know? I did, and, and no, i got to stick to flies. Flies. I think that's it. You don't. You just yeah, stick with you just your thing. stick with what you're good at. If it ain't broke. I don't do moths. I don't do ants. I right. don't do cockroaches. Now, you told Peter something interesting because one of his originals is having some kind of issue. <laughs> and this is another crazy part that I don't think, you know, Hockney has to deal with this stuff. Right. Or, you know, Dolly or any of them. There was a little bit of dust, so I just assumed that it was just the flies sort of getting old and just sort of dusting away, you know, dust in the wind. And she said, oh, no, they have some sort of little... Like a mite. A mite eating them. There's a mite in the fly (laughs) eating the fly out from the inside. So, yeah. So So what does he do now? He puts it in the freezer. And and so since then, I've I've done my sealing of my... That was one of my early works. Sure. From the early period. Exactly, exactly. So I do my sealing. Her Warhol, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Her Her blue period. Her blue period. I love it. Oh, my God. So, uh, anyway, it can be easily rectified. Not a fly joke. But uh, you just put it in the freezer. For a few days? days. For five days. And then you kill the mites and then you're good. Yep. And it doesn't damage the fly because it's already dead. Yeah. You know, just art that you put in the freezer sometimes. Right. It's good. Just move move away the... uh, Put it next to the Costco steaks that you never use and see what happens. What is your friend, the, 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 the friend that you were with when you were brainstorming it all yeah. and coming up with him, what does she think of where this has all gone? Oh, she loves it. She's so supportive. Yeah, because it probably, you know, it came from such a sweet place. Yeah. And it, you know, it's probably got a real place in her heart that something wonderful and unique came out of something yeah, that was would, very tough. She would be an investor if I let her. But right. I don't want anybody investing. I love it. I don't have to owe anybody any money. But That's right. She's, uh, she's all... All into it. That's so cool. But you have calendars, you have t-shirts, you have yeah. cards. The calendars are wonderful. I know. I was looking at that calendar. I was like, I want that, except the year's almost over. But are you going to do another one? <laughs> I, I calendars are tough because you have to yeah, sell them or yeah, you're stuck. And, and I'm stuck. I've got to, hey, if anybody out there wants a 2015 calendar, yeah. I'm going to sell them for pretty cheap. I All want you one. What you have to do is, is just figure out it's one day ahead. Yeah. So instead of Sunday, it's actually Monday. <laughs> oh, so use it in 2016. Cross every day out. 
So when you get it, yeah. you just sit there with a pen. It might take you an hour or so. Right. Just go through all 365 days. Oh, this is a leap year. That's going to be a problem. Oh, shit. That's going to be a problem. Uh, it's still fun to I'll look at all. I'll sell it cheaper. Maybe I'll pay you to take, <laughs> take it. Take it off your hands. <laughs> I love it. What's your most popular t-shirt? Uh, fly fishing. Fly fishing. Mm-hmm. Fly fishing is the one that people... It's great. Yeah. yeah. You could buy a boat with all your money and name it fly fishing. Yeah. I knew a, if, I, uh, if I wanted a boat. I knew a flight attendant who told me that there was one flight attendant who named their boat Headset because the flight attendants used to make all that extra money selling headsets. It went straight into their pocket. And they did it for so long and made so much money that they bought a boat and called it Headset. Wait, the flight attendants get to pocket that money? Well, this was back in the day. Oh. This was like in the 90s, I was told this. So. I think I remember her at, in uh, prison. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Oh, wow. Here's the calendar. I'm going to look through it right here on the podcast. Okay. I love the shitty cruise <laughs> with the flies swimming to get on the <laughs> shitty carnival cruise, the Triumph. Okay, this is one of Fly Chi. They're doing Tai Chi. Oh, shit. Flies are really sort of beautiful when you look at the those colors. Are the, those are the blue bottle flies, I'm telling you. They're wow. Really okay, this is two flies at a bar. And one of them says to the other, I don't know about you, but it seems to take me so much longer these days to get a buzz on. And this fly told me what to do because look at him. He's all frayed. Yeah, he looks like yeah. he's about to pass out on the bar. Yeah, so. Um, this is my favorite, I think. Flies by the seat of his pants, and it's a plumber crack working on a, pl- a plumber with plumber's crack working on a sink, and there's just flies sniffing around his butt. Well, my favorite thing is on that one is actually the shoes are on backwards. <laughs> Good I catch. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, I did that on purpose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah totally. That was, I love that one. That was, I think, fantastic. There's a cow farting and a fly being, like, blown through it, out of his ass it's saying. That's called cow fart ride. Cow fart right, and he's saying, Wee! A SWAT team. Oh, I love it. There's just like a SWAT team coming in and a bunch of fly. I love this fly trying to get out the window. Um, are these markers or crayons with colors? They're markers. Oh, my. Come on, dude. The rest of us are waiting for lunch, too. A line of flies outside a porta potty. Genius. Oh, there's another. This is this is is this the original fly fishing? No, no. I yeah. thought that one went over so well. I thought, eh, that's kind of where I sold out. I was like, yeah. I'll try it again. You know, they love this fly fishing one. We're gonna so, do a so we're I gonna do a triptych. A little, I did a modification. Yes. On it, oh, <laughs> the fly, flies looking at um, a fly facts special on TV saying, "Yuck! I never realized how disgusting we really are." <laughs> and they're just sitting <laughs> there hanging is, out. I always model my places after Scott and Peter's house. That yeah, anything that's really. Sophisticated, you know, sophisticated, yeah, and tasteful, yeah, it's so cool. Um, oh, I love this. Good heavens! It seems like just yesterday she was just a poopa. Oh wait, it was yesterday. So it's two flies sending a little fly off to school on the bus. Are, is poopa like a baby fly? Yeah. After maggot. It's before maggot. Pre maggot. Pre maggot. Okay. Fly at Erp. It's like gunfight at the OK Corral. Just, I love this so much. There's the Wicked Witch of the West. Go back and check your records. I ordered flying monkeys with a fly standing there with an invoice. (laughs) Oh, God. Two frogs playing chess, and there's a fly, a a frog playing fly with a chess, playing chess with a fly. Jeremy, stop playing with your food. I love this one. It's just a fly lifting a barbell. It's so simple. 
Yeah. Like, if I had a home gym, and I, I would hang that in there. Anyway, I, it's so awesome. Superfly. Oh, my God. And they got their little boots on. Yes. There's boots. I love it. So good. Alfred Hitchcock's The Flies. Amazing. Oh, and then the stuff on the back. I love it. Um, I love your stuff. Go to flytowncomics.com. Yeah, this you can have that, so she can always Can I? That. Yes. I can, can I? Find I love it. All right. I'm going to take some pictures of this to post on the Dennis Anyone um, website. And you can also go to Jan's website. And, yeah, it's awesome. Do you ever do events or things like that? I do. I'm going to do one. Uh, I'm hoping to get in one in San Francisco in November. That'd be so cool, right? What would they yeah. be, like art shows? Yeah, art yeah. shows. And I've got one in, I've, I've done one in San Mateo. I've done a bunch of them in Fresno. I've done one in Oakhurst. Fun. So, I do them And you get to meet people, and yeah, they're all into yeah. it, and they come. Yeah, it's fun. And I bet, I bet it's great. All right. Thank you so much. This has been really fun, and, um... Check out Jan's website. You're going to love her stuff. All right. Bye. 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 Thank you for having me. Thanks again to Jan Flanagan. Check out her website, flytowncomics.com, and see all the cool stuff she does there. All right. So this happened. Um, I'm recording this in a very nice hotel room in Durham, North Carolina. I came down here because the short that I worked on with Glenn Gladenlord and Nadia Ginsburg, if we took a holiday was invited to screen in the North Carolina Gay and Lesbian Film Festival, and uh, they were nice enough to put us up here if we were able to get here. So my friend Matt Zarley, whose film Hopeful Romantic is also in the festival, a former podcast guest, he and I came down, and um, they put us up at this cool place called the uh, Museum 23 or something. It's like a part museum, part hotel. It's really beautiful. Um, for the second two nights. Uh, the first two nights we were somewhere else. That was fun. Had a cool pool. Anyways, um, it's cool to be down here. I'm liking it very much. I, my favorite thing is the way that the um, all the old textile factory buildings are sort of being repurposed and there's cool printing on the walls and like, you know, Pepsi Cola on the side of your loft. I mean, that's cool. Um, and I've seen some really cool movies while I was here. My favorite that I've seen so far is called Those People. Uh, I think it was also at Outfest. It's by a filmmaker named Joey Kuhn, who I met years ago on the short circuit. Um, but he made a feature, and it's set in New York, and it's about a kid that's like the Madoff. If, imagine if Madoff had a young gay son, and he's, you know, the most hated kid in New York, and it's his his best friend who's sort of in love with him. It's really the best friend story. And I just loved it. It was beautiful to look at. It had interesting ideas in it. Great cast. And I highly recommend it. So there's that. And I highly recommend North Carolina. Although I had a hard time finding a soy latte the other day. And I'm not going to lie. I wasn't happy about that. But I meant I succeeded finally. All right. um, Thanks for listening. And uh, check out Flytown Comics and see what... Uh, Jan's up to and we'll catch you next time on Dennis Anyone bye oh and if you're in LA the mismatch game is coming up um, next weekend I guess it would be August 29th and 30th Saturday and Sunday and uh, you can learn more about that at lalgbtcenter.org I'm also sending it about to send it out in my newsletter which you may be getting alright that's it I'm rambling thanks for listening bye bye